Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast where you are empowered from the inside out. So today's podcast is going to be on overcoming destination anxiety. And what do I mean by that? Well, we live in a world where everything is immediate and comparative. You know, you just need to swipe, swipe (laughs) to see, click, tap, whatever. And you can be able to have a window uh, or what is perceived as a window into what basically everybody else is doing. And whilst there is, you know, a natural growth and maturity that comes with progressive in progressing in life that we can choose to take on because it really is a choice maturity is a choice growth is a choice um there's also this subsequent false belief that's been developed usually as i said because we have an insight or what we perceive to be insight into everybody else's activities there's a perceived sort of nature that our life should look like everybody else's And I have to say that that will keep you paralyzed, that will keep you stuck, that will keep you in fear, that will keep you in sort of despondency, disappointment, regret over things you probably don't regret, but you will not be taking the action or trying to clarify your goals or just basically working on what it is that you're about if you're too busy sort of looking around and thinking, If I get there, I'll be happy. Or if my life looks like this person's, I'll be happy. Because every new level requires a different you. And I I don't know whether you've heard this phrase as well. Every new level, new devil. As in, there's always something that's going to test you at every level of life that you grow to and that you get to. So it's important to really just um, have the ability to not make the destination or the goal and you might think this is so ironic Catherine we're all about personal growth and development but personal growth and development is just that growth it's about the actual journey of even getting to where you want to be then going beyond that it's never just you know a one and done type of situation so in order to overcome destination anxiety which is you know this false belief that's created by media for a long time i think this this also came before social media um this came in the form of the traditional media that we had that had this idea that if you have this then you'll be happy and that everyone should want the same thing or do the same thing or have the same type of life but then actually what that does is it negates people's gifts you know some people are really good at connecting with others and so they may not really want to be stuck at a desk in a nine-to-five in a cubicle so that again not everything is suits everyone or some people prefer for example to be on their own so maybe having this fame and fortune style career is not for them maybe they prefer being in a lab you know looking into their microscope because that's that minutia and that detail is what gives them that joy so we have to acknowledge um and use the individualism that we've become aware of to a positive way not in a way to be divisive or to compare and contrast but in a way that lets you see hey actually what do i want so the f- no, number one point that I have for overcoming destination anxiety is do not compare. 
you know, it's never a good idea because it leads to arrogance or insecurity. So it either leads to you thinking, well, I'm better than them subconsciously or consciously, or you feel insecure, which is generally what a lot of, you know, individuals or messaging that we get is supposed to make you feel that you are inadequate. And so therefore you need this thing or this person or this object or this title or this position or this body type, whatever it may be. So when you compare, you are contributing to what I believe is the social cancer of today. Now, we all generally, you know, subconsciously actually do it sometimes without thinking. But there are so many nuances and decisions that can change a single individual's life. And they're different for all of us. So whilst you're comparing yourself to somebody else's life, there are so many decisions and, you know, uh, instances that they may have come across that completely change the trajectory of maybe their year or maybe their month. So you don't know that. You, you won't know. I always think that people's lives are like a book. You're not going to know the story until you've read it page by page because it's the detail in the story. It's each chapter that builds upon the other. That's what creates a holistic picture of what you're trying to understand. And that's the same thing with people. But we as human beings, as always, very quick to make snap judgments. And so we have to kind of unlearn this desire to, or this messaging that we should compare and contrast our lives. And one of the ways that you can do that is unfollow or don't engage with things and people that don't support your current stage of life or the current stage of life that you want to be at or you're working towards. Um, basically, get rid of small thinking. So a lot of people talk about it in the sense of people that they're around. And I think you should definitely minimize contact in that way when it comes to people who don't really support what you're about, who think, oh, who does she think she is? Or if you're a guy listening to this, some people might be like, oh, you know, you've changed. Yes, we are all supposed to change. We're not supposed to stay at the same level. We don't work this hard. We don't invest in our growth this much to be able to just stay the same, just to uh, allay other people's comfort. You know, somebody else's comfort zone can be your grave in terms of the grave of your dreams, the grave of your potential, the grave of your just the reality and where you can go in life, but more importantly, who you can help along the way. So again, you know, again, unfollow things, you know, channels, whatever that helps you not engage in things that don't necessarily help you move forward. You want to be around things that inspire you. The only reason why you should be looking to somebody else is to think, what can I learn from you? Whether it's somebody, you know, we, we like to put people in good or bad categories, but let's be honest, there's good and bad in everyone. The world is more gray than black and white than we think. That's not to say that there aren't, you know, there isn't malevolency in the world, but what I'm saying is that we have to be able to decide what we want and then the environments, as I've talked about in previous episodes, that match that because then that will decrease your comparison. And so ask yourself, yeah, what can I learn from this person? Because whether it's good or bad, maybe you're learning a skill that they have or maybe you admire, you know, the way they've overcome things. Conversely, you can learn from people who are maybe not so great. <laughs> and you can actually learn from them, hey, here's how I make 
better decisions without me having to go through the same situation. So instead of comparing yourself and feeling arrogant or either falling into the trap of insecurity, don't engage with anything that sort of triggers those feelings. But at the same time, the antidote to comparison is asking yourself, what can I learn? Instead of asking yourself, why don't I have that? Why isn't my life like this? That is not going to help you. It's not going to move you forward. So if you constantly have people who one-up you or want you to shrink, you will never grow. You will never grow. You will always stay in the barrel because you're surrounded by crabs who, as soon as they see you climbing up, and sometimes it doesn't have to be anything even outward. It can be changing your internal, changing your attitude, changing your outlook, changing the boundaries that you set emotionally in your conversations, change in, you know, how you approach things and people and situations because it makes them uncomfortable because usually if they're not the healthiest in their own selves they will be agitated by the fact that the dynamic has changed and so again don't compare don't contrast and don't allow yourself to shrink or on the other end try to boost yourself up to a place that you're not quite at yet because you need the character but also you need the mentality to be able to maintain where you want to be and life is too short to be faking it I always say faith it till you make it um, instead of fake it and I also say face it until you make it yes it's easy to pretend but actually you don't need to pretend you can face it and go this may be a difficult situation but I can move forward because I know if I've been brought to it there is something that I can learn from this and grow and take forward so number two my second point on overcoming destination anxiety which is identify the need that you are trying to meet every human being has needs I know we live in a world that tries to act like we don't or that our needs are to be suppressed or our needs make us weak or whatever we just live in unfortunately that kind of world at the moment but you don't have to follow that this is why we call this not you know above average not your average because you know what will you have to work out what will reaching this destination give you will it give you validation will it give you acceptance will it give you confidence You know, will it give you a sense of belonging? What is the core need? Because when you look at what the core need, rather than what the destination or object or person is, then you will understand what is this need that I'm trying to meet? So why can't you feel that now? That's my question with this point. Because our feelings and our emotions are generally short-lived, but our needs tend to be something that's longer term. But I believe our mind is extraordinarily powerful and that we, on a daily basis, on a a more general population basis, don't really take the time to tap into our potential to simply change our mind and say, I don't have to make this decision. I don't have to go after something that isn't fulfilling to me. I don't have to stay in a situation that is soul sucking I don't have to settle for what may be good but for me I know it's not the best that doesn't make you arrogant doesn't make you uh, self-absorbed 
but what it does make you is aware but you can only reach that level of awareness when you ask yourself what is this need what is the need that i'm trying to fulfill because sometimes you can ask yourself what that need is and then you'll realize that you already had situations and things in your life that helped meet that need but you just didn't recognize it you may not have been aware you may not have been perceptive you may not have been quite as sort of just conscious of exactly what was right in front of you but also what the strength and the talent and the smarts that was already within you without you having to number one compare yourself to anybody else so when you look at your needs you go what does what do I want my life to look like why do I want my life to look like that what is the need that's underlying this so-called destination and what will I do when I get there will this feeling just dissipate will it disappear will I look for another task or job or person or situation you have to ask yourself what is your core needs and when you work those out you can be able to better know why you make decisions and override the autopilot subconscious system that 95% of us run on because they we make sometimes our decisions from a necessarily emotional and guttural place without necessarily taking the time to process it and do things the smart way So when you do that, when you look at what the need is, you're going to overcome this anxiety that you may have about destination. And I don't just generally mean like clinical anxiety. I mean this worry, this dread, this feeling, this sense of rushedness, this sense of impatience and and the sense of um unhappiness in the present when really you're doing pretty okay. And this is the whole point of this podcast is to help you understand that sometimes things aren't as bad as you know they are but that you can want to get somewhere but you need to understand why you want to go there understand yourself not compare yourself to others and thirdly remain grateful but take action for what you want so if you have this destination anxiety and you know you know viscerally what you want but you know you're not taking action you're not grateful for what you have now you know you're not in a place where you're teaching yourself teaching your brain training your brain the same way you train your body we need to train our brain as well that's why we have crossword puzzles and those aren't just for old people guys okay those are for us young sprightly people to keep our brains active you know that's why we have so many things because we're so used to getting information that's already been produced and cut up and and spliced into digestible pieces that generally we don't really take the time to do things that we have to work out and figure out in our everyday life. So the one of the things that you can do to help you just in terms of your internal posture is remain grateful but take action. So stop thinking about what you don't have and work towards what you don't. So it's it's not necessarily it's not toxic positivity. It's not saying I'm just going to, you know, put my hands over my eyes and ears and, you know, going to pretend nothing's wrong or what's not happening or I'm just going to deny my feelings. No, you know here we're not fans of suppression of feelings. It's about acknowledging that but then changing it and going, you know what? I'm grateful for what I have because there's believe me, there are many many beyond millions of people who would give anything 
to even have a quantity of the comforts that you and I would have. But then actually having seen that and having acknowledged that I can work towards something even greater because it is my responsibility to make the most of the opportunities that I have in front of me that maybe other people don't have. And that may look different for everyone. Again, going back to point one, do not compare. No one's life is supposed to be a cookie cutter of the other. We have different fingerprints. Every single person in this world, no one has the same fingerprint because we are each designed to leave a unique mark on this world. So it doesn't matter whether what you necessarily do, it's about living out that purpose and so you can't really realize all that if you're not grateful and if you're not taking action for what you want and the reason why taking action isn't so important is number one it changes your mind state it changes your emotional state that's why you see in a lot of conferences they'll have people you know get up say hi to people hug people well this was before the pandemic you know dance move their body why because it changes your state because if you're sitting down for five hours listening to someone talk your your physicality is going to be completely different than if you've just been sort of dancing for about two minutes and you've got your endorphins up because you're excited and alert so it taking action it actually changes your brain's focus gives you feel-good hormones and actually helps you know who you're becoming whilst you're on the journey and it lets you carve out your own lane because sometimes and I've I think I read this where Lisa Bevere said that sometimes there isn't a blueprint for what you want to do because no one's done it before and you're the person to start that road you're the person to walk that way and so if you find yourself thinking oh man I've got destination anxiety or you feel like I'm part of communities that put this pressure on you to be a certain way or do a certain things well actually ask yourself is that honoring to my principles and my values and is that encouraging comparison is that encouraging me to suppress my needs is that encouraging me to just wallow in my self-pity and I want to be clear this is not applicable to instances of trauma or instances of a grief or depression or anything clinical which I always advise you to go and see a professional about because uh, our health is wealth and it starts also with our mind but when you overcome destination anxiety you also help create a mind that can be able to sustain when you do meet your goals so looking at it from this point you can be able to be someone who understands that my identity is not intertwined with this destination this person this company this job title this you know bank balance this relationship uh friendship whatever it may be if you are defined by things that can change that's going to be quite a difficult living so what you want to do is become an observer create goals that are compelling that you're passionate about but enjoy the journey on the way don't compare identify your core needs and how you can meet those in the here and now and remain grateful and take action so as ever i hope those tips help you share with anyone in your world who you think needs encouragement check us out on instagram at not your average official if you want a mindset a leadership coaching session go to my style symphony 
www.thecreativeconnectionsmovement.com to book in your session. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.